Welcome to the Parent Fit Podcast, where we discuss how to make health and fitness a part of your everyday life as a busy parent. I'm your host, Rob Brown, and I'm a personal trainer and founder of the HealthyParentPlaybook.com, an online coaching program for busy parents. Being a single parent is a difficult job. We want to have the energy and ability to be there for our kids, both emotionally and physically. So today we have Raven, who just a few months ago went through our one-on-one coaching program and is here to discuss how she changed her lifestyle to lose weight and keep it off. But first, we have been brought to you by TheHealthyParentPlaybook.com. You're swamped with your full-time job, your family is a full-time life, and making your health a priority could seem like a third full-time job, but it doesn't have to be. One-on-one coaching creates a plan that fits your busy schedule. It involves workouts that can be done in your living room, during nap time, or whenever you can find 20 to 30 minutes in your day. Nutrition habits that focuses on eating whole foods and without being restrictive. And comes with a coach, a handsome coach might I add, that makes sure that you're motivated and supported. With a daily plan that is achievable, you will be more consistent than ever, which ultimately leads to results. For more information, visit TheHealthyParentPlaybook.com. Raven, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. No problem. So before joining the one-on-one program, you know, take let's hit the time machine and go back in time. What were you feeling like? What were, you, what were your thoughts about your personal health and fitness? Ooh. So I definitely had some interesting thoughts about my personal health and fitness. I became a single mom when my daughter was four months old, um, unexpectedly. So I had to kind of get life in order. And when I did that for about, I don't know, eight months, nine months of trying to just figure out the financial end of things and things like that, my health and fitness really took a back turn um, at that point in time and just having a new baby and things like that. So I was tired. I was stressed. I had very little time that I was really dedicating to myself at all because I was just so concerned about making sure she was taken care of and all of those needs were taken care of. Um, So what I was like, I can't not uh, take care of myself, basically, because I mm-hmm. it's starting to come out with uh, with my ability to take care of her and just being a a pleasant person because I was <laughs> stressed all the time. I really was quite uh, lashing out or getting frustrated with people. So I decided that doing a one on program would one force me to have to take time for myself and two the investment into myself would be worth it because now I'm getting the energy back and I'm going to be eating back to where I was pre-baby, which is a challenge. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) At least 80% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Still McDonald's trips for sure. Of course. course. um, But yeah, so just trying to find and force myself to take time for self-care so that I could be the best version that I feel good about myself. And then also that I'm there for my child 100% of the time. Awesome. Yeah. I think when I talk to parents or just people in general trying to improve their health, they always look back and they realize the change in lifestyle happened with a major event, you know, welcoming 
a new child to the family. Relationships are beginning or ending because that alters how we spend our time. Uh, new jobs, new homes, all these things alter our day-to-day process. And it sounds like you had two of them going on at the same time, right? You know, you had a relationship ending, you had a uh, four-month-old at a time, so a lot of changes at once. So yeah, it's easy to kind of allow our health to take take a little trip to the back burner for a little bit. Totally understandable. But I'm glad that um, you recognize that early enough so that you could start writing the ship before it took too long. When you when you started one-on-one coaching, when you started looking for a program, what were your goals um, before getting started? My goals was time, um, getting back time. <laughs> I do not have a, I, at the time, um, I didn't, I couldn't put together where to put the time in. Um, I really didn't have an hour um, to go walk away and be able to take care of myself and work out and things like that because I don't have somebody else to watch her. Um, and really babysitters doing that day in day out would not be a feasible, uh, financially for me yeah. either. Um, so when I was looking for a program, I wanted to make sure that it would actually be feasible with time and resources and making sure it aligned better with where, I could kind of meet in the middle. So I know that like where I was of eating out all the time and things like that was not sustainable for multiple reasons. Um, But I knew I couldn't get rid of that because that is kind of like a lifeline at times when you're a parent of being able to run and get food for your kid um, and being able to do those quick things. Um, So for me, it was big on, I only have 20 minutes to do a workout plan. Um, ideally, (laughs) maybe (laughs) that probably will be interrupted about 40 times. (laughs) Um, So, um, but getting interrupted in 20 minutes versus an hour seems a little bit more (laughs) palatable for me. And then also I only have maybe 30 minutes a day to get like a healthy meal prepped and things like that. So that was really big for me when I was looking for a program is that it, will it work with the amount of time I actually have? Oh, yeah. I With time being so valuable for a busy parent, you know, between work and commuting to and from work and taking care of your kids, I always see people on Instagram or my friends, they show me pictures of their kid or their toddler just kind of playing by themselves while they work out. They're just, you know, in their... Where are these kids? <laughs> yeah, my kid is not like that whatsoever. <laughs> if I'm working out, he wants to be on the other side of the neighborhood and he will find a way over there. So I think I've tried it once or twice where I let him like in the garage while I'm doing push-ups or whatnot. And his instinct is to just run away, literally run across the street. And it's like, oh yeah, this, this isn't going to work for me. I need a- another option, like you said. And like you said, it's easier to do it for... 20 to dedicate 20 minutes rather than an hour, especially when, and I I see this a lot. Someone will try to go from working out zero minutes a day to trying to work out 60 minutes a day, five times a week. And that's a, that's a tall order for anyone, let alone someone who doesn't have a lot of time. So a lot of times, you know, on Instagram and whatnot, I post 15 and 20 minute workouts. And a lot of people think that that's not enough because it's not an hour long, but there's a lot of exit ramps between working out for five minutes and 60 minutes and all of them get us to our destination. 
uh, as long as we're consistent with it. So I'm glad that you found the 20 minutes a day to, to make this work for you. Um, what goals did you have for yourself, like personally, like what at the end of the one-on-one program, what were you hoping to see? Um, the overarching goal I wanted was just to be able to have more energy um, and feel like from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed that I am able to feel fulfilled firstly in my life. And then secondly, that I can accomplish all the things and not go to bed at seven o'clock. 730 at night, which still happens to be honest. It still happens. But um it is I that time is important, the, the later nights, because that's really the only time I get to myself. So sure. I wasn't getting to that time because I was so tired. And then I would just wake up grouchy, be like, well, here we go again. Um <laughs> so here's another day. Um so I wanted to make sure that I had the energy to do it. Um also with a whole bunch of other the life that, you know, just being on basically like emergency crisis road of trying to figure out, okay, how do I move from a dual income to a single income? Um, I lost a lot of like the fitness ability that I had previously and things Mm -hmm. like that. So just being able to run around and chase a toddler, just having the cardio ability to do that, or just (laughs) the ability to squat a million times a day and, be able to not feel like, oh gosh, I just like felt like I ran a marathon and all I did was look at a toddler, watch a toddler for 10 yeah. minutes. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so it, definitely those are my main goals is just making sure that I felt good and also just feeling good about myself. Um, sure. It is hard to go from uh, being married to not being married and just like that toll on your self-image and things like that is a challenge. But um definitely wanted to make sure that I had energy to do the things that I really wanted to do. Yeah. I think energy and just general mood. I think you alluded to it earlier, being a yeah. more pleasant, pleasant person. <laughs> I've said this before. Like, I don't think I'm an unpleasant person, but I think I'm a more pleasant person when I'm eating a little bit better and I'm moving yes. a little bit more. I just think I'm a, a better human being on planet earth. Oh yeah. Yeah. The mental clarity really comes in once you start like kind of be like, Oh, I guess this is what it means when my body's hydrated. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. And then, you know, when we are low on energy and we're tired or hungry or cranky or, you know, what, whatever the emotions are, we can feel that. And then unfortunately the people around us feel that too. And even though you're, you know, your two-year-old doesn't say it, like they understand, they, they know when you're being, well, I'll, I'll say it this way. I know when I'm being short with my son and he didn't do anything wrong. Right. And and it's because I didn't drink my coffee. It's because I stayed up last night watching the game. It's because, you know, I'm just being lethargic and I'm, I'm not feeling well. So feeling better personally can help us be a more pleasant parent on a day-to-day basis. Yep. Might not make you a better parent, but it, Probably will help. It feels better, like when you're doing those types of things. So that's important. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least it feels better <laughs> to me, at least. Where I think, like, all right, I'm not a complete miserable person because you woke me up at four this morning. Through <laughs> 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 life yesterday. <laughs> so what? Pro- so a lot of people, most parents, they go through uh, Doctor Google. They they go on Google. They find a, a diet plan. They find a workout. Uh, situation program or something like that. So what prompted you to start looking for coaching rather than go the solo route? Um, 
I did coaching because I knew that based off of previous life experiences that I needed accountability um, in a way that isn't uh, demeaning or making me feel guilty for um, the choices that potentially arise, um, whether working out or taking a nap and sometimes like taking a nap wins. Um, And I needed somebody to help me process through things more rather than tell me what to do so that when it came to sustainability, I can find that why a lot easier um, because I had somebody that processed through that with me. Um, So that was really big, but really accountability. I have tried many times to do workout programs. And when I was a lot less (laughs) stressed out with raising a child and had more time and I failed. So I knew that that (laughs) with less time, less, less ability, a little bit older, that there was nothing (laughs) that was going to make me successful outside of just getting some help. Awesome. Yeah, I think um, I have friends that love challenges, you know, 30 day challenge this 90 day challenge that, which gives them a a timeline and really like a a set of rules, right? You have to follow these rules, you have to work out every day or whatever it is like P90X, right? All you got to do is work out an hour a day, follow this video which makes it really simple for them. But like you said, if you don't talk through something with a coach or someone knowledgeable, you don't understand why you're doing what you're doing, which makes it harder to do once the 30 or 60 or 90 days is up. So I did a paleo challenge. This is probably six, seven years ago, like a 30 day paleo challenge, only paleo food. And the coach gave us the list of foods we were and weren't allowed to eat. And I kid you not on day 31, at midnight, 12.01, me and a group of friends were sitting at a bar waiting to deliver like mozzarella sticks and then mm-hmm. chicken wings because good choices. <laughs> oh, oh, it was a delicious time. <laughs> it was a great time. But like we learned nothing from it. And after 30 days, none of us were paleo ever again, probably. And if we're not building a sustainable life, if, and of course, since we didn't sustain it, we all went gained all any weight back or lost whatever muscle we gained, whatever the results were. So that sustainability helps. What would help if I just knew why I was eating paleo or why um, I should be putting cinnamon on my oatmeal instead of sugar, things like that. Just those little questions. But if without a coach, you're just up to Dr. Google and Dr. Google tends not to give you the right information. No, no, definitely. It's a little bit more of a challenge to find it. And it's all very extreme. (laughs) What is um, one thing that you do today on a consistent basis that you didn't do a few months ago before the one-on-one program? Because we talk about lifestyle changes a lot and we talk about sustainability. So like, what's one thing that you find yourself doing more today that you didn't do months ago? A few things. So definitely staying hydrated. I really am quite a stickler for hydration now because it really does help. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm making sure that I'm drinking as much water as I can throughout the day with a minimum of like four or five really big glasses so that if I eat like crap, at least... (laughs) At least I've had my water, which I will take. Awesome. (laughs) Um, The other thing that I have been um, able to sustain is um, eating breakfast and making sure that at least um, through lunch that 
I am eating about half my plate with those non-starchy vegetables and the protein, doing a more balanced plate approach. When dinner comes around, that's the one that, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it does it. And just not feeling guilty about it. That's um, fitness wise. I still do um, like 10 to 20 minute workouts, depending on the day. I also have two dogs and I've started integrating running with the dogs instead of just walking them. So trying to find pockets of time where I'm already doing something fitness and then just adding a level to it. So then I'm getting more of a workout rather than doing my typical run of the mill thing that my body's already used to. Gotcha. So put, just, just pushing yourself just a little bit more than usual. Yeah. Awesome. Um, we're going to, so let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk results and just, you know, maybe one thing you, one piece of advice that you would give other busy parents. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Over at the healthyparentplaybook.com, I help busy parents lose their first 20 pounds, which in turn helps them prioritize their health play with their kids longer, and increases their chances of being around for their families for as long as possible. I do this through a remote program of healthy eating habits that won't overwhelm your day, at-home workouts that won't take up hours, and of course, the accountability and support of your favorite coach so that you can stay consistent throughout the process. Getting started is simple. Go to thehealthyparentplaybook.com and click on the apply for coaching button. You fill out a quick survey, schedule a free call with me, and I will map out what the program looks like based on you, your goals, and your individual needs. Fast forward a few months, and you'll be amazed at how far you can go with some consistency and a personal coach helping you every step of the way. Head over to thehealthyparentplaybook.com now to apply today. All right, we're back We're with Raven, and Raven went through our one-on-one coaching program, talked about her daily habits that she created. So now that you are drinking more water, you're eating more and kind of the non-starchy variety of vegetables and moving a little bit more, what results do you see in yourself that weren't there a, a few months prior? Um, for me, I did lose um, weight and inches, which was great, and I've been able to keep it off. Um, but those things are kind of secondary things to how just I physically feel and mentally feel. I feel like I have more energy, more mental clarity, and that I feel good just being able to, um, that I'm consistently taking the time to take care of myself so that I can better take care of the things around me that are my responsibility. Um, and that has been really big for me that I have that time and, and seeing the results um, play out day to day. Awesome. I love that you mentioned that you also lost inches as well, because like the scale isn't the only thing that matters. Like truth is that it changes and fluctuates every single day. And if we're tracking how we feel, how we move, how, you know, how your clothes fit, like the combination of all those things give us a much more complete picture rather than just a number on the scale. Like, because if you're dehydrated, right, that number changes. If I drank a lot of water yesterday, that number changes again. So we shouldn't let the number on our scale just be the be the everything. It's part of the story, but it's definitely not the full story. So like you said, having energy, feeling good, feeling better about yourself because you're prioritizing your health. And as a parent, we know the healthier we are, the more available we'll be for our children in the, in the long term. And all these things 
in my in my mind, are far more important than a few digits that are on the scale. Yeah, I definitely think that I actually rely more on the inches than the scale because it's more gratifying. And honestly, I kind of don't have a point of reference <laughs> um, like you do. Like everybody has a goal weight that they want to be with, but inches because it's not a normal thing that you actually measure. I don't have like the point of reference to feel guilty if I don't hit it type of thing, which is kind of maybe not a motivator for everybody, but it is kind of a stress reliever for me for sure. Um, which has been really nice as well. Yeah. A lot of parents, they have a number in their head because they were that number five years ago. They were, you know, 120 pounds when they were 18 years old and now they're, and now they're trying to get back to it. And that just might not be realistic. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. a lot a lot has changed in your life between graduating high school and now. And a lot of people are chasing this form that one probably takes a long time to get back to. So you have to have the patience to get all the way back there. Yeah. And two, it prob that number probably doesn't matter as much as feeling better, being able to chase your kids around the playground, being able to, like you said earlier, squat down, be in that position to pick up your kids or hug them or whatever it is. One of my, one of my like favorite things that my son does is he sees me from down the hallway or sees me from across the uh, driveway. He, you know, runs at me. So I have to crouch down in that squat position and wait there. My arms held out, like he, he's coming. He's, yep. and I just think about, there's so many people who can't get down that low or when they do that one squat, like you said, they feel like they just did a lot of work and, they, and we shouldn't feel that way. At least I don't want to feel that way. Yeah, um, that's, that's fair. And they come in hot. They come in real fast and hard. <laughs> Could get knocked over too. <laughs> yeah, they think they're hitting a wall, but in reality, it's more like a like a punching bag. Like yeah. I can fall over. Like if you hit me hard enough, it will happen. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So let's take a time machine. Let's take a time machine one more time. You, you'll go back to that busy parent that you were months prior to drinking more water, eating more vegetables, moving a little more. Um, what would you tell yourself or any busy parent that's looking for a change, right? Like if they're sitting there, they're looking around their life and they feel the way that you felt where they want to be more energetic, better mood. Um, if they lose weight and interest and great, but in reality, they just want to feel better. Like what would you, what kind of advice would you give them? I think the biggest thing that I've learned, like, and this is just with everything and not even just fitness is that you will, I have never regretted once investing into myself, um, having that space and time to be able to say, you know what, this is what I need. This is what I want. And that's what I'm going to do. Um, that has never been, um, a regret in my life with anything that I've kind of done over the past um, year and a half, which is really what I've been doing a lot of is trying to figure out where do I put my investments? Where do I put my time? Where do I put my energy? Um, fitness in the health realm is the one that it's, it's interesting because it's uh, like the tangibility is not some, if, unless you're like, once you start losing weight, yes, you see it, but really at the beginning, it's something that's kind of just personal to yourself. Like you're like, Oh, I woke up today and I have energy to get out of my bed instead of rolling around for like five seconds. Um, that is huge. Um, 
of being able to do that and putting the investment in and saying, you know what, I liked that feeling. I want that feeling to happen tomorrow and the next day and the next day is huge. Um, and that at when 7.30 after my daughter went to bed and I'm like, oh, this is it. And I'm able to spend 20, 30 minutes watching a TV show instead of going straight to bed. That again was great. <laughs> um, that mental break of finally being like, oh, and now I can breathe a little bit. Um, it was all of it is worth the investment. So for me, any investment that I've done into myself has always been worth it. And I have never regretted it. And really, when I've done things like the fitness program and things like that, um, the it's lasted like the results last, like the habits last. Um, so I'm always benefiting from the time I took to invest in myself and make it a priority. Thank you for the time, Raven. I appreciate having you on. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you were able to take something away from today's discussion. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and visit thehealthyparentplaybook.com for more information.